What's going on, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Useless Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Casey. Normally, I'd be introducing my friend, Arthur, but unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, he's going to sit this one out, and I'm going to ride solo, but that's okay. We're probably going to do a Halloween special on Sunday to post. Uh, that's just to have some nice conversations about some scary movies and stuff like that. Normally, well, what we were normally going to do this week was going to be the top three movies you have to watch every October, at least in our opinion. And unfortunately, since he's not here, I'm going to go ahead and do my top five. Otherwise, this would be a very short episode and I want it to be a little bit longer. So I'm not going to get too technical. In fact, since I just decided it's going to be the top five, I'm going to be naming some off the top of my head besides the top three. And I'm not going to get too technical. No notes on this one, just a free for all. No director, all that kind of stuff. That's just really not going to happen just because I'm just going to sort of explain why I like the movie. So let's just get it on out and start with my number five, which is the movie I'm watching tonight, which of course, when I say tonight, I meant last night, seeing as this will be posted tomorrow. And that is Sleepaway Camp. Now, to be honest, Sleepaway Camp is something that I watch a lot. And I watch all four of them. Return to Sleepaway Camp. Uh, tonight, my plan is to watch Sleepaway Camp and Return to Sleepaway Camp. But these are movies that I, I literally watch at least once every other month. I've gone through all four of them two, maybe three times since the pandemic started alone, let alone all the other times I watch it. But every October, I definitely make time to watch this one. This is one that I rank up there, obviously, with... Uh, the Friday the 13th movies and stuff like that. It's just a very fun, weird, hokey horror movie that has a very, very, very surprise ending at the end, but still very good. Uh, if you haven't watched that one, I definitely suggest going out and definitely seeing all four of them, if not just the one. All of the movies, most of the movies, uh, I'll definitely tell you where you could stream them and where you can't. And um, I'll post that in the comments below or in the uh, description. So that one is on Shutter for sure. But my next one is one that I just got done finishing up on Sunday. And that is all of the Scream movies. At least, well, I don't want to say all of them because it, technically you have to just watch the first one. And I, like I said, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, you got to watch a Freddy movie. You got to watch a Jason movie, all that stuff. I'm going to name very specific ones on this one. And obviously Scream 1 is the one to go to for the Scream movies. That's probably up there with one of my top favorite movies of horror, maybe top 10, definitely in there. It's, it's one of the most intelligent horror movies ever that created like a whole era of horror, especially in the mainstream era. It, it, look at all the movies that came out after that. And you'll see that they literally used the formula that Wes Craven made fun of in a movie. And they just copied off of that. And, and it just created a whole thing. And the one thing that they didn't do for uh, scream four is scream four really showed the perfect recipe on how to reboot a series because he did it. He technically rebooted scream with what it was because it was a whole new cast of people that did. Okay. They technically were there to begin with, but then also had the classic people like Gail, uh, Sydney Prescott and Dewey, of course, 
And for original characters, that's that's about it. I mean, obviously, there's the quote unquote original characters because it's her cousin, but she's literally in the first three movies has never even mentioned that she had an aunt. Let alone any other family members besides her father, who they left out in a deleted scene, but he was dead in part four. But it really gave the perfect description on how to actually properly reboot something. And that is to have some of the original cast in there. So those diehards want to go see it while also bringing up something that is trying to make the original, but better, which you can't do. And then at the end, of course, they're saying you can't do that because don't F with the original, right? So again, Scream is definitely a must go to for me. Uh, I do love that one a lot. I, I truly believe that that is what made horror mainstream and uh profitable truly uh, i mean obviously there is definitely some horror movies that have made money in the past but look at the box offices of other ones that came after that that truly just copied off of his uh recipe for a horror movie a teen horror movie so yeah now we're going to go into the top three which is the ones i was going to talk about to begin with with arthur but number three and again none of these are in order like though, like no, I had Scream as my number four, but that is if I'm going in order, it would be higher than that, I believe. And this number three is Trick or Treat. Now, Trick or Treat has become a, a staple in this household for things to watch on Halloween. It is just such an incredible film. The whole town. If you haven't seen it, you definitely need to try and find it and see it because it's the perfect Halloween movie. It has scares, it has laughs, it has gore, it has interesting stories of all different types of genres, including a vampire, a werewolf, some ghosts, some ghost damn kids, and a monster that is Sam, who is the cutest monster in monster history, in horror history probably, something that I love. Uh, and that, that, like I said, I definitely, my wife and I, 110%, we watch that every year. Last year, we watched it with the kids, and I think we're going to do the same this year and just make it every year on Halloween. This is the movie we watch forever until, I don't know, someone breaks my Blu-ray and I just can't find it anymore, I guess, and it's not streaming. I think I'll find a way around that. I think I, that's one that if if the Blu-ray breaks, I'll get that get out of jail free just to replace it card. You know what I mean? Uh, so number two, I'm going to go ahead and swing this one on over to the original Halloween. The original Halloween was one that I always kind of watched on Halloween until we started the uh, trick or treat era of uh, life. It, it, even before I started doing the 31 movies in 31 days, that was one on Halloween we always watched. Besides, uh, what did we watch? Return of the Living Dead Part 3. We used to watch that every Halloween with uh, with Tim. With my buddy Tim, We used to, I used to go over to his place and we'd watch Night of the... Or, sorry, Return of the Living Dead 3. Just, I mean, what an awesome cover, Return of the Living Dead 3. I'm getting way off topic on that one, but still. Return of the Living Dead 3... The poster, the, the VHS cover is definitely the best part of that entire movie. And that movie is so cheesy, corny, and great, by the way. I'm not going to crap on it. Yes, it is incredibly corny. Yes, I can see where people hate it because they're perfectionists. But at the same time, if you're a perfectionist with horror, you are not a horror fan. Perfection 
rarely exists, and when it does, you don't appreciate it, so it doesn't matter. So, Halloween, speaking of perfection, Halloween, the perfect horror movie to ever exist, one of my favorites of all time, probably, Michael Myers, the night Michael Myers came home. Everything about that movie was just great, and and I could sit here and go off about how I dis the things I disliked about the uh, the remake that I I do understand why people like it, but I it doesn't doesn't make sense to me, and I'm not going to go on about that. But yeah, so Halloween, it, I don't know what it is. Every time I watch it, just that opening with the Mister Sandman in the background, you know, playing, it just gives me that warm Halloween feeling, that autumn feeling of, oh, it's Halloween time, just watching it. Even if I don't watch it on Halloween, I that's another one. I watch that one all the time. If I just randomly watch it, it feels like Halloween to me, even if I'm watching it in a place with snow. You can hear my child whistling in the background, which is just great. So yes, moving on to number one, and this one is going to be a little bit of an emotional one for me, uh, and this is going to be Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Like I said, I'm going to get very specific with this, and it's not going to be the original. It's going to be Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I have a very emotional attachment to Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, my best friend Christian, who passed away <clears throat> many years ago, we used to watch this one all the time. We watched this one all the time, and... In high school, we used to go up to each other and say, you found your dream power, man, that Kincaid said after Joey finally found his voice. And, you know, so it's just one that I always just have watching it and hearing you found your dream power, man. It just it just brings me back to those times that I really loved. Obviously, like I said, my best friend passed away. So. Those are those memories are all we have left, which is, of course, a, a line from Can't Hardly Wait, which is another movie I love. But also that movie is incredible. Do I like it better than the original? Absolutely not. But it is still so good. It's the perfect sequel. It, it enters in. It is a perfect example of how you can make Freddy Krueger a mainstream character because he truly became a mainstream character with that movie. And of course, all the ones be after that, which I will say. In part four is where they technically started ruining Freddy. But at the same time, the first ones they killed, which were the ones from part three, died the old school way of the glove. And then everybody after that sort of died in some weird fantasy dream thing going on. And, and so I do believe that the third one and, of course, the first three kills in Nightmare on Elm Street 4 were the last true Freddy uh, in the, the series besides a new nightmare. But again, it's fine. I, I, I love it. I love all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I love I, I love a lot of stuff. I love a lot of movies. I hate a lot of movies, but at the same time, when I hate them, I also love them. So, it, it, like I said, with the Halloween remake, I hate that one. But at some point, I am going to go back and watch it because I have been having a more open mind these days, especially when I'm trying to create a bigger platform for myself and my opinion so I don't come off as just a troll, but I come off as a somewhat of a critic with a natural way of making people laugh with stupid things that I say. So thank you guys very much. And I really, really, really hope you guys have an excellent week and are continuing your 31 movies in 31 days. That's my top five or things, five things you must watch. I, or I must watch in the month of October, as well as a ton of other ones. Obviously, if you go to my Twitter 
at useless knowledge spelled incorrectly, which again, that link will be left below. And the com the comments, there's no comments on Spotify on the um, description and also also Arthur's information and all that stuff. I also have a YouTube channel. If you haven't followed that already, I, I do a lot of videos with the kids just now. I used to do my reviews and everything on there, but I've stuck to just doing a podcast, but I still do have the videos just to hang out with the kids because they are very funny. They're very descriptive with their horror movie stuff as well. So fun times. Thank you guys very much. Again, if you haven't already followed me on Twitter, follow me, hit me up. I'm always doing uh, live tweeting during the movies I watch. Obviously next month it will be a lot less, but because I've been doing it every single night in October, sometimes one, sometimes two, and even sometimes three. And if you are listening to this and you do follow me on Twitter and you do eventually want to join me in one of my live tweeting and watching and all that kind of stuff, definitely hit me up. Definitely see what's going on. I'll do a vote for a lot of stuff. And this Saturday night, I do have off. And on Shudder, I will always mention Shudder, no matter how little and lack thereof sponsor that they do for me. Shudder is doing a whole Halloween thing, and they got a lot of stuff going on. They have interviews with the Blair Witch Project creators while also showing host. Then they also are showing the original Halloween at 9 o'clock. I will 100% be on board for that to watch that. And then they are showing a brand new movie that is coming out later, but they are going to premiere it that night. They have done that before with Joe Bob where they have premiered a movie and it was not available till later that month. So definitely check that out, especially if you know, look, Shudder comes out with some amazing stuff. Definitely watch that in order to get on board so you're not behind on everybody like a lot of people are with Host, which is still 100% on Rotten Tomatoes because it's amazing. Hashtag Team Gemma, always the best friend who got an elbow instead of a hug for someone that she ran to save. But that's for another that's for another episode. I definitely will talk about host at some point. Again, I don't really know. I'm not really too sure about what my next episode will be on. I do try to talk about things on Twitter a lot. So again, hit me up on Twitter. Thank you guys very, very much. Have a good one and happy spookies.